We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Garamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate Revs. And that is the hundredth time we've said that. Woo, woo, woo. That's right, DLs. It is our 100th episode anniversary today. What? It is wild. And that's not even all the eps. That just is just our 100th Tuesday ep. ep. Yeah. That's a lot of talking. We've really cranked it out, oh. haven't we? I mean, seeing people Spotify wrapped and it's like, you've listened to We Don't Have Time for This for 5,000 minutes. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of chat. It is. And do you know what's even crazier, Revs? We're coming up to our two-year anniversary. I can't believe it. And I won't even mention the fact that a few months ago we surpassed two million downloads and we just straight up didn't even mention it, didn't refer to it, didn't celebrate it. it. One of our team members said, hey, you guys know that you surpassed two million downloads the other month and... uh, are we going to do anything about that? And we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just when, how? We don't know. We don't have time. Like, I know. But you know what? I'm acknowledging it here right now on yeah. the body. A lot of things have changed A in the last has, two years. God, so much has happened. It Rebs. has been bananas. But one thing that is a constant is we don't have time to do it. <laughs> and that yet has somehow. not changed. <laughs> You know what, Rebsy? I'm proud of us because we still don't have time for the podcast. No. Like, it's so funny because there was there was a moment where it's like, could we like be podcasters like full, full time, time and just fuck everything else off? Yeah. The short answer is no, no. no. And we've so made commitments elsewhere. We have, and we, and we still don't have time for the podcast. But do you know what I'm proud about? We still show up to the mic week in, week, week out for our DLs yeah. because we fucking love them. I wonder if it gets old for them. They're like, yeah, yeah, we know. Like, we know you don't need to keep telling us that you're doing us this massive favour by showing up every week. Now, on this idea thread of we know, mm-hmm. how well do you know us, DLs? Mm. Because today we are going to do something different. Not different. We have done it before in the past, but we're going to be doing AMAs. Now, for the numpties who don't do acronyms, we'll repeat this again. AMA stands for Ask Me Anything. So we posted a question box on Instagram and... Oh, we got some juicy questions and because there are a lot, yeah. we're going to dive straight in, guys. Yeah. No messing around. Really? We should call it an AUA. Yes. Sounds like a medical procedure. Yeah, but AUA, ask us anything. to have some AUA done. It's, it's a bit more inclusive. <laughs> ask us anything. Rev, should we get straight into our AUA together? Spin it, DJ. Jem's running this. She's got the, the questions in front of her. She's I gonna, sure do. She's going she's gonna to MC this shit. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Number one. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> straight in, I bet. Straight in. Gem, spill the tea on the au pair sit. Oh, straight up. Now, wow. we had, I reckon, 50 of the questions. Mm. Out of the couple of thousand questions we got, there were about 50 asking mm. for the tea on the au pair situation. Yes, yes. Okay, so avalanche vibes Gem's on this. Gem's breaking out in hives. She's sweating. I She's am. clutching her chest. She's, like, scratching. She's getting all rashy. <laughs> As your bestie. Yep. I'm going to protect you here. Okay. You need time. I do. To process what went down. Yep. The whole sitch. Yep. You're going to share. You want to share. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just need some distance and perspective from it to see how I feel about it all. You know, obviously I'm disappointed. Like I feel really naive looking back. I actually declared on Instagram, like, I want to find Mary Poppins and I want to find someone to be a big sister to my kids and I want them to fall in love and then come to, like, my kids' graduation, not because they have to but because they want to, you know, and they've been with our family for a couple of years. Anyway, whatever. The dream has been torched, okay? It ceases to exist. One thing we have learnt doing this potty now for 100 episodes is it's good sometimes just get a little perspective yes. on something before you speak on it. You know, sometimes we're like, this is happening to me live right now and here's what I think. <laughs> and then you look back and you're like, cringe. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I didn't know shit. Number two, Revs. Mm. Have you ever had a guy mm. come between the two of you? Gah! 
Never. Never. Not, not once. Never, never. We have opposite types. We're never attracted to the same person. We actually shared and declared this in last week's episode, yes. Revs, that yeah. we... Hundy P are not pheromonally attracted to the same men, so we've never had to face that issue. No, thank God. Thank God. Next question. Ooh, saucy. Do you both know where your G spot is? Oh, I do now. <laughs> oh, 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 you do now at age thirty-seven. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, what, what, it's knew? there, but where? There's a bear in where? <laughs> Where's yours? Not, are they all in the same spot? I, I'm. I feel naive and slightly ignorant. Mm-hmm. Like. Does your clitoris count no. as no? no okay. No, um, I mean, I, I clit- clitoral yeah. stimuli <laughs> works well for okay, me. Scientist. And the G spot is somewhere inside. inside the vagina. Yeah, it's kind of like in and up, as opposed to in and down. I'm yeah. Well, if you, well, there's a tunnel in. Okay. And then once you're in, you can go in any direction. Yeah. Right. Like any good tunnel, it leads to an opening. Is it a sausage down a hallway in your what? vagina? I'm confused. What like, do where mean? does one go? Hey, fuck you. No. <laughs> Opposite. <laughs> a lovely, tight <laughs> cave. <laughs> tight cave. Cave of wonders. It's a tight cavern. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> no, you go in. Yep. So, okay. You know what? Let's just do it. Take your two fingers, your fingery fingers. Yep. Shove, up, shove them in, facing up. Yep. Now lift the top. Ah, uh, okay. Like so there's in a the tickle. come hither motion. Okay. But stop at the top of the come hither. Yep. Press up. Yep, that's where it is. Okay, so it's all well and good you <laughs> demonstrating this with your fingers, but a penis doesn't have the dexterity. Well, I don't have a penis to demo on you. No, but like can a penis, like yes. you're you're forcibly moving the tips of your fingers up, yeah. right, in motion. Well, I'm saying if you're on top and you lean forward oh, okay. and it was at the right angle. I feel like you know we need a whole episode on this. but um, A whole episode? Like a D&M on the G-spot. Yeah, I want an education. And what do you think your hubs will think about you being like, what? What's a G-spot? Where? <laughs> on a podcast. Look, my husband will be the first to say that I orgasm at the pace of a 15-year-old teenage boy. What does that mean? As Quickly? In, I've got no game. Like, it's like, he's like, I like tickle you and you come, you know? Oh, oh good. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm a cheap date. Yeah, right. I, I really am. Great. Love that. Alrighty. Oh, <laughs> I'm very excited about this. And Revs, I think it's time you answer this with honesty. Oh, God. Get ready for this one, DLs. The question is, I've always wanted to know how Revs accidentally bought a Chanel handbag (laughs) and was that the straw that broke the marriage's back? I get this DM often. People are like, hey, was it you buying the Chanel bag that actually ended your marriage? Okay. We've been friends a while now, guys. We're close. Nearly two years. Nearly two years. Like we've been in this together. You've been along for the ride. It's time I came clean. It's time I came clean. It's a fake. All right. It's not a real Chanel bag. I did buy it drunk. That's true. It did turn up and I was like, oh, God, I didn't want to check the bank account. But it's okay. Then my friend who – I don't want to get anyone in trouble here. I don't want anyone to knock on my door. But my friend who sent me the link for the really good bags, I'm not going to share that link because I don't want to be arrested. No, we don't endorse counterfeit We don't endorse this. It's not cool. It was a dark time, okay? I wasn't in a good place and I was under the influence. She sent me a link. I clicked through. I bought it. And she listened to the podcast and reminded me – Hey, babe, it's fine. You've only spent like three fifty. <laughs> Chill out. As in three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, not three hundred and fifty k. Well, more like ten. Well, I don't know. Ten to twelve all for right. the real deal. Um, it's very lo- lovely. I love it. I wear it all the time. It's really nice. Yeah, the DLs must have been so confused because here you are on the podcast. Uh, you know, during that time, crying poor, and then you're like, "But here's my bougie Chanel bag." It's very mixed messaging. And do you feel lighter? No, look, it's fine. I don't owe them my whole life. I love you guys, but I don't owe you my whole life. And sometimes a good story is worth the chat. (laughs) Uh, But no, look, it was. It's not. It's not. It's a. It's a channel bag, not a Chanel bag. Very good though. Leather, very, very good. Yeah, it is nice. But no, that did not end the marriage. It's good counterfeit. Can you imagine if my marriage really did end over a Chanel bag? It's like almost worth the story. I was going to (laughs) say. Worth it. Hanji pay. All right, next quizzy. Are you going to update your intro song now that Revs' divorce is final? Uh Uh, Now, DLs. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids. Mm. So, DLs, for those of you who missed our bottomless bestie brunch, 
we actually talked about this exact topic that day. We workshopped it live. We did. Yeah. And we concluded that we should definitely change it and that the perfect word to replace husbands was, should we sing it? With emails and meetings and partners and kids. Much more inclusive. Way more inclusive. Because it's not just about us. It's about all of us, deals. Yeah. And the word partners lends itself to many different types of relationships. Business partners. Romantic partners. Yes. Yeah. Heterosexual partners, homosexual partners, non-binary partners. Exactly. Yes. Yes. No, you're right. We will will update that as soon as we get time. Which will be never. Next quezzy. Oh, this is a goodie. Where do you see the We Don't Have Time for This potty in a hundred more episodes? So a year from now. No, not a year from now. Two years from now, Mm. Revsity Duda. Look, sometimes it's like anything. Gem and I are very ambitious people. We're very output goal-oriented oh, people. Yeah. No, we're outcome-driven. We are outcome-driven. And when things pop off, like after our bestie brunch, we were like, this is everything. We love this so much. We're so lucky. We want to grow this community. And we like get all the – and then life happens and we're like, oh, fuck, we didn't grow the community, you know. But we are this year really trying to like figure out how we can be – I wanted to say of service. It sounds wanky, but how we can extend that community into mm. more fun stuff. So, you know, we've got our special extra apps that you can get on Sundays. We're doing our bestie hotline, but we do want to get like out and see you guys. We okay, want to do more live stuff. I feel like you're doing a me. You're taking a long time to say events. Events, guys. Events. We want to do more events because it was so fun. So fucking fun. Hanging out with all you besties at the Bestie Bottomless Brunch. It just feels so part of something, you know. All of us did. It was so fun. No, it was cup filling. Yeah, it really was. And it's just like you just know we're all part of this salty chat every week. You know, you just know it's your people. Yeah. And you don't have to be the perfect mom. You have to be the perfect wife or the perfect girlfriend or the perfect stepmom or the perfect whatever. You can just be yourself. And it was it's it was a great feeling. It was a fun time. Yeah. So more of that. This space. Yeah. Next question. Oh Revsy, the next three are about you. So oh. I'm quite quite excited here about we go, this. Here we go. Has Revs talked to her kids about Americano? Oh. Oh, okay. Mm. Yes, actually, they know I have a boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Do they ask more questions? Uh, no, because they're they're eight and five. They their whole world revolves around them. Like they literally sometimes go, "Was that your boyfriend?" <laughs> I'm like, "Wow." <laughs> I'm being like teased by my kids about my boyfriend. What a surreal universe. <laughs> um, yes, they know he exists, only because. Um, Why? Because I don't know. I can't really unpack it. Yes, they know he exists. All right. Next question. Along the same theme, has Revs's kids met Americano? And if not, when? Uh, No, and I don't know when. So Mm. we are in absolutely no rush for this. Uh, We are still absolutely getting to know each other. And, you know, life is busy. We both have really full on jobs. We've both juggling co-parenting, kids, school, sport, blah, blah, blah. Life is busy. You all know what it's like. Imagine adding dating into that with another person who has their own life schedule family. It's busy, right? And we are still getting to know each other. We've like fallen for each other pretty hard and fast. But in terms of kids, Mm. we just want to take our time. I think that's a good call. Yeah. Revsy, another one for you. The DLs want to know. Yeah. The people want to know. When will they see Americano's face? <laughs> and will you ever hard launch him? Okay, you got to help me out with this one, yeah. Jimmy. Okay, yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe in the future. At the moment, he's got a job. He's got a life. He has friends. And, like, he never signed up to be on a weekly podcast, you know. He didn't even know I had a podcast or any kind of profile when we met because I kept that to myself for a little bit. He also is creative and he works in an industry where he, he gets the form yeah. and he understands it and he's interested in it and we talk about it a lot and stuff. But in terms of for him, like he doesn't mind calling in and being Americano. Like he quite th- he thinks that's fine. But, yeah, he's not quite ready to be like, and here I am, you know. Like yeah. he has his, again, he has his own life. Do you know what? He has healthy boundaries. He's got and healthy boundaries. And he said to you that I'm happy to be a character, yeah. an, an IRL yeah. character on the podcast, but on your Instagram, perhaps not. Yeah, not be yet. Be featured, not yet. And maybe never. I'm sorry. I, it's not up to me and I'm in no business of forcing or pushing that on him. Like mm. I, I do enjoy the fun game we have of like it's based, someone DM'd me the other day. I was like, it's like you're shagging Batman. <laughs> you just like... <laughs> 
Can't reveal Bruce Wayne. And did like, you like what I shared about the Batuta oh advocate? God, so funny. Like I, I'm sorry. I hope this doesn't mean I so enjoy the tease yeah, of the whole thing. I think like, it's great. It's so fun. And do you know what? I hate to say this, and a lot of you are going to rail at me for saying this, but I feel smug because as a bestie, I've like met him. Yeah, and I know like, what he oh, And Reds always shows me photos of him <laughs> being like, "How hot's my boyfriend?" Like, <laughs> it's cool. But oh. yeah, maybe one day, maybe not. Yeah, but who knows, guys? It's who knows. But like, imagine, just put yourself in his shoes for a minute that you've met someone and it's going well and blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, I have this like mini profile on this weekly podcast where I talk about <laughs> my life. <laughs> like, imagine just being thrown in the deep end on that. You know, it's pretty full on. So, okay. Yeah, so I lied when it. I said there were three questions for you. There's actually oh. more. Oh, God. So, Rebsy, <laughs> you're in the hot seat today, baby. <sighs> Do you think Americano would want more kids if you were up for it? No. Mm. And I'm not up for it. Yeah, you're not up for it. Yeah, no. No, I don't think so. I think that's fair enough. I know normally you're supposed to say never say never, but like I think never. Yeah. (laughs) Like I think I'm done. And he's done. And he's done. I think we're done. I think we're done. And also, again, we're just like we're fresh. You know, we are just dating. So next question. (laughs) Next quizzy. Can you guys fill us in on the crazy stuff you got up to at drama school? Oh, sure. Wow, this Tell is me, a let's, bit let's of a... Let's put this over to you because yeah. I've been talking a bit. My palms are sweaty. Wee's neek, arms are heavy. I don't know if I want to talk about this. Okay. All right, drama school. So drama school is its own little microcosm. It's mad. It's a bubble. Yeah. It's a Petri dish, yeah. you might say. It's intense. It is. Imagine... It's incestuous. All the drama nerds from school... Mm find each other in one place for three years. Yeah, because drama geeks, Mm -hmm. we are sort of misfits in school. You know, we're not academic necessarily, although I like to think, you know, we we toe the line of academia. Actually, I want to take that back. A lot of actors I know are fucking smart and well-read peeps. So I I I take that back. So, you know, we're an elite bunch. Okay. (laughs) Jen's really fucking this up. What she's trying to say is, like, we're not the coolest people. (laughs) And, like, at high school, you might not have found your people. You might feel a bit weird if you're into that kind of thing when you didn't find them. Look, I didn't know many people who were well-versed on Chekhov. No. Okay? In school. (laughs) I have to say I didn't either, except you. We had each other. We We were lucky. Yeah. But most people we met at drama school, and we went to different drama schools. I went to NIDA and Jen went to WAPA, but they're like, it's exactly the same. We visited each other and hung out and had all the same mutual friends because we were there at the same era. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's like all the freaks find their people at once, right? And we get freaky. And we get freaky. Like, you know, dra- like we like attention, you know? <laughs> we like to be extra. Like, it was just like, yeah, it's, it's freeing. Yeah. And also, the work you're doing at drama school, it's not like going to normal uni. You know, no. you're doing breath work. Work. You're doing body work. You're getting into really raw human experience in like text work yeah. and like you're acting and you're being vulnerable and you're, you're singing crying. and you're crying and you're kissing, dancing. Like it's nuts, you're guys. Always playing someone's wife or partner. Yeah. Or- so it's intense. Yeah. And then add like alcohol on a Friday night to that, and it's like yes, orgies. <laughs> and not to mention the age bracket of eighteen to twenty-four. Yeah. A lot happens. A lot happens. Yeah. You know, it's full on. Yeah. It's fun. Can it recommend. <laughs> yeah. Look, put it this way. Whopper, where I went to, the initiation party of the year, which happens right at the start, is called Porn Party. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that says it all. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I, I kissed a lot of people at Porn Party. Um, I wore very little clothing, just like everyone else. You know, shit goes down. It was a good time. Yeah. Drama school's wild. And uh, you kind of come out the other side. It can linger for a few years, like once people start working or in the industry and then everyone chills a bit. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. <laughs> Question for me. Jem, how many days do you work? I thought you were full time, but then here you have a day with your kids. Oh. Was that tone hey, in that? Uh, That's a bit coded. I was really trying to read that not with a tone, but then it really came across with tone. Like, you say you work full time, but I see you have a day with your kids. Yeah. Okay. All right. First of all, it's, it's down, bestie. Yeah, it's a bit like um, you can't claim to be a full-time working mum when you're clearly not. No, guys. What, like, Gem works beyond full-time. I run a business. Anyone else Multiple. who runs a business will know 
that uh, you... You don't keep hours. No, you commit yourself to a life sentence of (laughs) never-ending work. The thing is, if we look at the conventional working hours within a day, nine to five, I don't work those hours. No. And yes, I prioritise... Tuesdays with my kids. So my mum has a day with the kids every Tuesday, which next year will be moving to a Thursday. And I do my best to carve out time within that Tuesday to hang out with them. Yeah. A, because I love my mum. Yeah. She's like my other bestie. And B, I want to spend time with my kids because I miss and adore them. So on Tuesday, Rafa has ballet, all that kind of stuff. Now, I don't need to defend myself here. No. But I will then go home, put them to bed and work till nine or ten o'clock at night. Honey, I don't remember a night where you haven't worked till nine o'clock at night in of recent times. I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a night owl. So, yes, I work five days a week, but cram them into weird-ass hours and I'm okay with you it. You probably work six. Let's be real. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I work five days. It's fine. Next question. What is this question? How do I get my kids out of bed in the morning? Okay, fuck you. <laughs> how do you get them in? Yeah, how that do you get them wrong to... Wrong show. How do you get them to stay in bed is Next. a better question. I hope they're teenagers because otherwise I don't want to know about this. Next. Next. <laughs> Initial first thoughts when you first met, was it love at first sight? Now, I'm assuming they're talking about us. Are they? Yeah. I mean, was it love at first sight when you met your husband when you were 11? It was not, (laughs) but it was love at first song when I met Kate Revs. Yes. At age 11. We have told this story once on the very first episode. So this is very bookendy or full circle. It is full circle. We met on school camp. Yep. At the school we went to the first week of year seven, they send you away on camp. It's like baptism by fire. They throw everyone in and you go away for this week long camp. And we were in the canteen line and Jem was humming the Spice Girls. Yeah. She was humming, if you want to be my lover, you got to go with your friends. And I harmonized her. Make it last forever. Friendship. Can't do it now. Yes, you can. Friendship. That's too high. Okay, <laughs> let's go again. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. And I turned to Jem and went, oh, you can harmonize? And she goes, is that what it's called? That's right. Choir geeks slash besties. For life. We spent the entire camp just walking around singing, harmonizing, oh. working out that we knew all the same musicals and we were big Andrew Lloyd Webber fans and everyone just hated us. Yeah, but we, we were, were in, in a love bubble. Look, we were insufferable to everyone but us. For six years we were yeah. insufferable. But um, <laughs> yeah, we roped a few other choir nerd friends in and uh, it's been love. Yes, it was love at first sight. Most certainly was. Yeah. Okay, a pervy one. That's not what me saying that. That's what they've written. Okay. RDL. A pervy one. You guys are confident AF. Hit us with your biggest current insecurity. Oh, Ooh, just whoa. one insecurity, Revs. What's just your- one? <laughs> yeah. If you gotta pick one. Oh, have you got one? I've got a few. Yeah. But if I can distill it down to, it's going to seem so trivial. Okay. But it's personal. Yeah. And it feels vulnerable to me and I feel yeah. a bit stupid talking about it and no one will get this. Okay. I realise that. Okay. But me. I am oddly insecure about my arms. Okay. I, I don't think you're going to pick a body part. <laughs> well, I look, I could go deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to keep the episode light. Okay. I don't want to deep dive I'll into my... mine then. <laughs> <laughs> your arms. Okay, I'm not going to dissect your arms. You're beautiful. But also don't minimize my insecurity by oh, being like, fuck. your arms. Because you know when people... What a landmine. <laughs> see, this is why I've never told anyone yeah. until I tell people now. But you, if you actually know me, which a lot of DLs do, and if you follow me on Instagram... You rarely see me in spaghetti straps. Oh, I like you. I love, I love your whole body. You're a beautiful yeah, woman. Yeah. Look, I'm coming yeah, to yeah, terms know, with it, but like, it's. Is I, this a postpartum thing? I yeah. It's I don't. It's it's gonna sound stupid. Okay. Okay. But like, it does because you're beautiful. I, okay. I I didn't bring this up to like fish for compliments. Okay, but thank you. Oh, I have this weird is a live reaction. I know, it's the so most awkward. It, this is very awkward. Ever. I understand it and I'm being very awkward about it, but like I I don't know why I just I feel like I have fleshy arms. Okay. And there's then this is the thing. I can step outside myself and say 
like I don't look at other women yeah, and go, yeah, she's yeah. got fleshy arms. They're not beautiful. I don't know why I have a weird insecurity okay. about it. Well, all right. You need to work on that because you're I, no, gorgeous. I am working on it yeah. and I'm becoming more confident. Yeah. I've had these big chats with myself about I want to make 40-something-year-old Jem proud. Yeah, I often nice. think about that. Basically, I want 40-year-old Jem to look back on photos of 30-year-old Jem and go, yes, girl, you finally learnt to own it. Yeah, nice. Because 30-year-old Jem looks back at photos of 20-year-old Jem and I'm like, you stupid, insecure bitch. You like, wasted all that time. Oh, yes. Anyway, yeah. that's me. I feel awkward about even bringing that up, but, you know, that was the question and that's what came to mind. So right. there you go. My biggest insecurity at the moment is just, like, being a good mum. And I don't mean like the good mum. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I'm definitely that mum rushing around, trying to work and do the schedule. I'm often texting and asking favours at the moment. I'm calling in family favours. I'm leaning on people. Sometimes I don't make the bell and I have to text another mum who's always there on time yeah. and say, can you grab Isla and Teddy? You know, everything's very juggly. It's mm. kind of the time of year or whatever, but I'm insecure about it. I feel like the hot mess mum. Like right before this record, someone texted me to remind me something that's on tonight that I'd completely forgotten about. I'm not prepared. You know, it's that's a, yeah. it's a bit of that at the moment. And the first year of being separated, you can't. it goes par for the course. Mm. And now I'm like, come on, get your shit together. It's not cute. Be a good mum. You are a good mum, Revs. Alrighty, moving right along. What's the secret to your long-lasting friendship? Oh, luck. Mm. Luck. Yeah. There's a bit of that. Think? Yes, I say. The podcast. I, you know how they talk about postcode lottery? Yeah. Like you know, we happen to live. Yeah. In an area where we ended up at the same school. Blah 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 blah. But I would say that fifty percent of it is luck. But if I think back over the course of our entire friendship, we've both committed to working at it yeah we have like there are times where I lived overseas in multiple places and then you know you went to Scotland we've always worked to stay in touch with each other and on top of each other's lives and what's happening because we genuinely care and take an interest in what the other person is doing and I I would say that that's never faded the other thing is we've we grow at different rates Gemini Mm. sometimes it lines up like yeah. sometimes yeah. like we'll be like, oh, we're both in a really similar place right now. And then it's all kind of like a lot of knowing of each other intimately. And then one of us will grow ahead yeah. and then one of us will come catch back and, one and-, of, and catch up and grow. Yeah. That has happened a lot in yeah. our friendship. And I think we there have been times it's been tense yeah. between us and yeah. we've had to go, oh, fuck, I'm not in the same place as her right mm. now. And OK, what what is this like from her point of view? Oh, but I feel this. And, you know, we, we try and communicate yeah. like any relationship. Yeah try and communicate it's not we've not always nailed it you know sometimes we have lost a handle on it yeah or lost sight of each other but we always come back the thing is we can't fucking quit each other i don't want to quit you no i've wanted to sometimes (laughs) (laughs) it's true she has Uh, no but we can't quit each other and i do my longest relationship me too and i think ultimately i think and you might not agree with me on this but i think there's a deep respect yeah yeah And I think that when you respect someone and you're inspired by them, Mm. you kind of want to be in their orbit. Yeah. Because we never don't have fun. Do you know what I mean? When we're together, we never have a bad time. We're a good time. We're just like, we really enjoy each other's company. We do. And actually the times when we found it the hardest is when we haven't been able to have that time Mm. together, like Mm. fun time. It's when we're like breeze past each other. When we actually get to hang out, it's like. This is my favourite person in the world. Yeah. yeah. We had a moment downstairs just before we <laughs> recorded this where we hugged each other and we're like, I, I love, love us. us. <laughs> we do love us. Next. <laughs> is Jem about to become a swinger? Yep. Next. Yes, she totally is. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, she is. And we can all hear it in your voice. She's very interested. Oh, for fuck's sake. Everyone now is like, Jem's keen. She's so keen. That's okay. I am, no, I'm not keen. I'm not about to become a swinger, but I am open to it. In the future. Yes. You're not like tomorrow looking up clubs. No, or yeah. not even in the next few months. You know, it's not like Hubs and I have had this conversation which leads me to my next question. Well, not my next question, the DL's next question. What does Hubs think about swinging? He's also open. Yeah, I see it happening. I see it in your future. Do you know what? Hubs and I, we had this conversation in the bath. <laughs> we started talking about swinging and Hubs listened to that episode. Hmm, there's, uh, there's room in here for one more. <laughs> or two more. And 
We had the chat and he obviously listened to the episode where I was the swinger correspondent doing research. And we both agreed that a swingers club probably isn't for us. Okay. It's not our vibe. But it doesn't mean that we're open to other parties, you mm-hmm. know, in a, in a, and we, we both agreed that it would be a situational thing where all the elements need to align and it just happens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like we don't want to overthink it. <laughs> Suddenly or, people start coming over for oh barbecues and like very nice outfits, got perfume on. <laughs> Not They now. bring a little extra bottle of wine. Oh my God. Like we hear they're open. Well, I know when I don't. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to regret ever saying this. Babe, it's fine. We get that your interest is peaked in Never Say Never. That's enough of an answer. Thank you. Yeah. Never Say Never. Next. Open. <laughs> open. No, I'm Wide open. Oh, wow. Straight into the next question. Thoughts on having sex up the bum? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, Revs, we can't be mad at our DMs. No, no, no. We, we said spicy. We, we said fun. make it spicy um, and we have a safe space for yeah, that. Yeah, it's so not my vibe. It's not my vibe not either. I know. You know I, all power to you if that's your thing. It's a real shame. I wish one of us was into yeah. it so we could elaborate yeah. on why, but neither of us are into up the bum. Sozzles. Soz. Next question. Ooh, okay. What are your ambitions slash desires for the next five years? Oh. Work? And life in general. Ooh. Mm. I have some big ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have some big ones. Life, I would like to take my time with life, mm. feel a little more settled, carve out a lovely but less turbulent scenario for myself. Mm. That sounds nice. Like you, I'd like to grow towards a confident 40 year old. Yeah. Like I would love to sort of go, okay, I'm 40 in three years. I want to feel like I've hit my straps at that age. That would be nice. But I'm also like, well, you know, that's not a deadline and there's a lot of life after 40 and I'm not putting pressure. But Mm -hmm. that's like a good aim, right? Yep. Work-wise, I've got lots of ambitions there, lots of things I want to achieve. There's something you know about that I've been like cooking for years Mm -hmm. that like I really should just do. Absolutely. (sighs) But yeah, I just want to stay creative. Mm -hmm. I want to use my creativity. I want to use it in my job, not just in side hustles. Mm. That's my goal. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. For me, in the five-year plan, with life, Hubs and I have talked about this, we want more experiences, which I know is a very cliched response. But what I mean by that is it's really dawned on us that our kids are growing up fast. Mm. And, you know, you think about it, they're only really kids for a decade. And Rafa's going to be turning five in April next year. And I think, shit, that's halfway to 10. And then she's going to be a tween. Yeah, it's too much. And you got a kid in school soon. Exactly. Well, I'm so glad I bought myself another year next year. So, you know, I've, I've got that time on my side. But we do think about having experiences as a family that are a bit different. Mm. And I don't know. Like not- swinging? <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> oh, no. I really put my foot in it with that. But Hub's toys with the idea. Sometimes he'll just throw out being like, should we go live in Southeast Asia somewhere? I feel this is on the cards for you guys. I don't know if you it is. You both say it enough that, like, if it comes up, mm. you're going to leave. We don't know. Just take a mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I do want to be clear in saying that we have no firm plans, like nothing in concrete, but we do wonder, do we always want to stay in this house, in this city forever? Now, Hubs and I, we we get itchy feet. Like, yeah. we're travellers. Yeah. Like, he's lived in many cities. He's lived overseas and... I'm the same and we're not good at staying in one place. Revs can absolutely attest to and this. And once I just fear once the renovation projects have died down, you'll be like, what's next? Yeah. yeah. Love a project. Love a so project. Um, I might just have to keep renovating our house. <laughs> I might just move on to the bathrooms next. I don't fucking know, but I don't know. I just think we both talked while the kids are young yeah. and they don't need to be on the conveyor belt of the institution of school. Yeah. Maybe we should take advantage of these early years where perhaps it doesn't matter so yeah, much absolutely but we don't know how that looks yet bali mm, i'd say thailand before oh, bali yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know we're just kind of open i feel like bali because pepper heart on instagram moved to bali suddenly everyone's gonna move to bali yeah. bali doesn't win me over the way thailand does yeah, well, because of course, your you know, hometown it's my homeland but i don't know i've been a little bit inspired i was chatting with a girlfriend the other day who's about to go on mat leave with her second baby and her and her husband are cooking up an idea of throwing caution to the wind and just doing like half a year in Europe, you know? Love it. Because he's got long service leave coming up. And and I guess it's that that seizing of an opportunity, you know? 
the biggest buzzkill in all of these plans that I have in my head, to be honest, is my husband's job. Yeah. So I was going to say money. Like, you know, you're on a trajectory, you got a mortgage, blah, blah, blah. It's like so hard to get off the train. I've got friends who did the caravan for six months. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it takes a lot of planning and a lot of putting things, organization and putting things on And did on they love that? It was life changing. Really? Like they're just like, we'll never forget that. And like, I, it's and so special. And if not now, when? You exactly. know, that whole thing. And Rebs, you give me a lot of shit about, <laughs> I traveled through Central and South America, <laughs> trademark, TM, yeah. trademark. <laughs> but it's, there's a reason why I keep harking yeah, back yeah, yeah. to that because yeah. it was an incredible life experience yeah. that Hubs and I treasure and will continue to forever. Similarly and I think for me, Edinburgh, like living yes. there for two years, I'll never forget it. Rebs, ever. I have to say, DLs, something you might not know about me and Revs is like I've traveled all over, lived in lots of cities, blah, 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 but Revs hadn't. No. And Edinburgh was her first experience of not only living out of Australia, but living out of Sydney. Yeah. Like you went to university in, in Sydney, Sydney and then yeah. you continued to live your life in Sydney. And yeah. I was so proud of you and happy for you oh, to amazing. have that life experience yeah. of living abroad. Yeah. And you can do it with kids mm. of any age. Like you really can. Yeah. Probably more than when the kids leave home because then you want to be near them and like, you and know, around and yeah. present and sort of, you can do velcro it. It takes yourselves a lot. To them. It yeah. takes a lot, but it it's pretty amazing. All right. Bit of whiplash here, back to on the sexy theme. Uh, do you guys fake orgasms or have you? Because I definitely do and I'm in a rut. I will never again. Okay. But I have in the past, yes. Uh, I My answer is identical to yours, which is quite boring, but it's true. Yeah. I would never fake it again, but no. definitely did many times to Wish. please them, oh, which no. is so pathetic. Oh, growing up as girls in yeah. the 90s, we knew we had to be skinny yep. and sex was performative. What a joke. I was trying. I was having a laugh in the day, actually, with Americana. I was like, it's just such a lull. Imagine a teenage girl coming and then rolling over and being like, so now what do we do? Like it just ends with her orgasm. But that was what we grew up with. Yeah. Just ends. Just yeah. ends with the man's orgasm. Over. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So if you don't fake it, then there's no real finishing feeling. No, make them work for it. Yeah. I wish I knew what now what I knew. Oh, then I what I knew now. I knew how to take control. Yeah. Because if you fake it, they're never going to find it. What I love about confident adults now, especially those who are sexually liberated, yeah. is you ask for what you need. Yeah. And there's no shame about it. When I was a young girl in my late teens, early 20s, as you said, performative, but I also didn't know how to ask, like, yeah. if a guy was hitting the spot, so yeah, to yeah, speak, yeah. I didn't know how to go, yes, don't stop, stay yeah. there. Like, I didn't yeah, know how to yeah, take yeah. control. Yeah. I just thought, oh, no, he's moving. Oh, was... yeah. I feel like if you had a, well, we, we both did, a long-term boyfriend in high school, mm-hmm. you get closer to that. Like, you're kind of like, okay, because you get closer to them and you're kind of exploring and discovering and working things out together. Mm-hmm. And I always, I still stand to to this day, the guys that are best in bed had a long-term girlfriend in high school. <laughs> you know, it's like GP. they learnt on one woman, mm-hmm. you know, how to figure out that one woman. And then they like, they understand that like every woman has the different name. Do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. they get like a proper masterclass. So, you know. Seek him out. I remember my ex-boyfriend, he was good in bed, but he learnt from an older woman. Oh. He got taken under the wing. Oh, yeah. sexy. Yeah, yeah. So he was Graduate quite experienced. Style. Yeah, yeah I love that. But uh, no, never will again. Never. Next quizzy, Gem. Oh, God, I want to skip this. Are you still doing Pilates? Are you? No. no. Yes. And oh, like, no. Like I- a theory. You've got some packages. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Hear me out. I don't want to go into this for too long because it's not that interesting, but... When I was renovating Yo Cabba and I was back and forth, back and forth up to Cabarita a lot, I just fell off the wagon. Yeah, and it's hard I to couldn't, get back on. I couldn't get back on. And then I came back to Sydney and I was settled yep. and I messaged my Pilates group of gals who still go. And I was like, guys, I'm back. Yep. I'm rolling in. And then I just couldn't. Didn't. I couldn't. And yeah. now it feels like Mount oh, Everest to like, because I've, I've lost muscle strength. Like Let's I've do lost- it. Let's go back next week. Oh, Monday. Yeah. Come on. Let's I do it. S- no. I, I, I've been, haven't been for four months. Do you know what? Now I need to tick over it into the new year. Oh, it needs to, yeah, no, I need that. Not like January with no, every other basic bitch. Yeah, that's me. I need oh. to turn the page with all those basic bitch. I, I, do you know what? I'm surrendering to December and the festive season. Yeah. I don't want to go to Pilates. Right. I'm going to go on Monday. Next quizzy. Botox versus aging gracefully ha, argument. Love it. Where's the line? There's no line. You do whatever you want. Yep. You do whatever you want. I find it really interesting <laughs> how 
Women who wave the flag for ageing gracefully, having no enhancements, get so triggered by people who are into Botox. Well, not all. I don't no, no, I'm not saying all, but there is a percentage. Yeah. I think for some people it's philosophical. Mm. I think it is. Like I think some people are like, um, no, I don't believe in augmentation. This is what a 50-year-old or 40 or 30-year-old face looks like. Deal with it, world. Mm. Totally get it. Yes, it probably is misogyny, all those things. It's also like personal choice. Like if you want to have bright pink hair, that's not a comment on my hair, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can go and dye your hair hot orange and that doesn't really affect me at all. I get it. When everyone's face starts looking the same yep. and we start to not really know what a 37-year-old face or a 40-year-old face looks like, I mean, is that Hollywood problematic? I mean, Hollywood definitely has a lot to answer for in terms of ageing women. It's like that photo of Jennifer Aniston who's like in her 50s yeah. and that body in that photo. But you know the yeah, photo I'm talking about. I did, the, yeah, the Chanel bottle Look, top I, one. Yeah, yeah. and I, in a way I'm like... Good yeah, on good on her. Like, you do you. I just, like, not every woman has to be a representation of the every woman. No. Men don't get asked to do that. No one's talking to, I don't know, fuck, Carl Stefanovic and being like, now you get Botox. What does that say for men and in their 50s? No one cares. They're just like, that's Carl Stefanovic and that's what he does to his face. Is do you know it, I, does he get it? I don't know. I'm just picking, like, yeah. it's just an example. of like yeah. no one asks these things of men. Like why do you and I have to be the poster girl for all women? We don't on any other topic. No. You know? I think that's a fair assessment. And also, by the way, it's not permanent. This is the other thing. So it's Everyone- a choice I'm making right now for this quarter. And this is why and that's I, the end of it. I love your analogy of colouring your hair pink. Yeah. Like no one has a problem with that because there's no permanence to it. And Botox is exactly the same. And the other thing I want to point out as well is it lasts for six months. Yeah. Or three, depending on your metabolism. Okay, how yeah. you metabolise it. Yeah. But I how much you get. Yeah, okay. Well, well I get it every six months. argument for a Brazilian. You know, it's like, oh, is that fucked up because it's prepubescent in tone? Mm. Look, I have a Brazilian I'm not at all prepubescent. There's nothing prepubescent about me and that's not what I'm invoking. It's really more of a like comfort level, pref- it's a preference, it's an expression. It's also like I live by the beach and it's easier for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I Do you know what? I wonder if there's something to be said for the, facts, for the fact that Botox is in your face and we connect with people's yeah. faces. Yeah. We literally look into people's eyes when mm-hmm. we converse and then the skin around their face is just there. That That's yeah. why I wonder it's so triggering for people because like you just said before about Brazilians, no one cares because we don't see it. But then yeah. suddenly when we see people enhancing yeah. or adjusting, it's problematic. Yeah. I don't know why. Look, for me it's like my face without Botox in it is fine. It's lovely. It's fine. But it's tired and angry. <laughs> and I don't feel tired and angry. I feel tired, but I don't feel angry. And like I'm frowning all the time. That's not how I feel. Mm. And when I look, like, I can hear myself getting defensive. Yeah. I can hear it in my voice. Mm. I can feel it in my body. I'm feeling defensive. I don't think I'm 100% on board with like, it's fine. I don't have a really articulate answer other than it doesn't affect anyone <laughs> except doesn't me. It doesn't hurt anyone It else. doesn't hurt anyone and it's not permanent. So I might change my mind in the future, just like someone who's never had it might change their mind and try it. It's kind of like whatever. And I think it was relatively new a few years ago. And so people were experimenting and it was a bit like, oh, I think she's had something done. Mm. And now it's definitely more like, oh, yeah, everyone's had something done. But I know there's been DLs who have argued, like, I wish you guys would stop normalizing. Or glorifying. Yes. It. Yeah. Well, even normalizing it, which I find yeah. is a really interesting term. You know what I don't want to normalize? Pretending we don't do it. Yeah. And then same. everyone being like, wow, you look really fresh and well slept and like, your yeah, eyebrows are really I drink eight it's glasses like, oh, yeah, of water I just get a day. A lot of fresh yeah, like fuck that noise. I'd rather just be like, yeah, this is what we do right now. So you're not gaslit. Hundred <laughs> big. Next, Quezzy. I'm curious to know if your fellow school slash kindy mums are DLs <laughs> or if they ever bring up the potty slash fangirl. Uh, no one does to me. I've got um, where I work. Mm. There are DLs. And they're lovely. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's fun because they often listen on Tuesday morning on their way into work. Yeah. And then we will discuss it at work. And it's fun. That's so fun. I, no one's fangirls me. <laughs> look, I confess at Rafa's Kindy and Iggy's daycare, I've certainly not had anyone bring it up with me, which is totally fine. I don't go around parading the fact that I have a podcast yeah. with my best friend. That would just be weird. But one thing I will say, which is pretty cool, is at Rafa's ballet, I've become friends 
like new friends yes. with a ballet mum oh who's a DL. But, awesome. it, but it happened in the coolest way because she and I and my mum, because my mum always comes to Rafa's ballet, we were standing in the window watching Rafa dance. And she has a little boy who's the same, similar age to Iggy. Yeah. And my mum said, oh, look, Gemma, look at this little boy's beautifully cut hair. <laughs> just stabbing the knife into me once again about cutting Iggy's hair. And I just totally blanked my mum. I actually shared this story yeah. on the podcast. And then that gorgeous mum, whose name is Isabel, she laughed because she was like, I listened to the podcast. So. Ah, she saw it in real life. <laughs> she saw it happen yeah. in real life, me rolling my eyes at my mum, trying to get me to cut my kids' hair. And thus a friendship was born. But I wouldn't say she was fangirling or any, yeah. in any way. No, she wasn't, everyone's cool. She wasn't awkward. When DLs have come and said hi or introduced themselves, it's usually in the supermarket for me. Oh, really? How yeah, funny. It's always Coles or Harris Farm. And um, it's not, I like it. It's nice. Mm. It's like, because we have that shared thing of like, well, you must be a mum in the trenches as well. Our um, people. Doth my cap to you, ma'am. Exactly. I love it when people say hello. So do I. It's lovely. Next quizzy, fave thing about doing the potty. Seeing you every week. I was going to say the same thing. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's a good check-in. Next quizzy, do you hang out? Oh, bes- one more thing I love. Oh, yeah. When something is really shit and hard in my life, I go, oh, well, it's good content. <laughs> and it actually helps me get through hard really? things because I'm like, this will be a good story for the podcast. Mm. And it helps me convert something that's annoying or hard or whatever into like, and oh, well. It brings levity to it. It brings levity yeah, to it. And I'm like, the DLs will help me through it. <laughs> I love that about the potty too. Next, Quezzy, do you hang out besides the potty? Like not a lot lately. Yeah. We've got to work on that. We do. We we actually have kind of gone, I see you on Thursdays. Yeah. And we actually need to, because I haven't seen your kids properly in too long. Yeah, we need to make more of an effort. Yeah, we need to like, we need to see each other outside of work. It's crazy. Yeah, it is a bit crazy. Do you know what? Do you know what, Revs? (laughs) If I'm going to spin this a little bit. There was a period where I invited you to things. What? Yes. When? Like the 2004? No, this year. I bought tickets to a show. Okay, one time. No. There's two times. Okay, what's the second time? And, well, you just you you ghosted on me on a couple of things. You. Oh my god! And then I was like, come to the freshy world food markets, and then you and then you're like, come. they're not on, and I was like, oh okay. No, and then I was like, like, they're like oh, they're back on, and I was like, well, now the kids are home. <laughs> All right, all right. I'm just trying Don't to pin this on me, no, girlfriend. No, no, I've tried though. Okay, I've tried. I would say I've tried harder. <laughs> no lies, lies. Keep inviting me. That's what friends do. All right. Don't give up after one letdown. No, it's not one. It's been a couple. Here we are bickering on the podcast. Is the next question is we (laughs) have had a fight? Have you ever had a fight? Yeah, (laughs) bitch. All right. Next quizzy. What's your number? Phone number? Oh, for. Oh, Oh, I know your number. Oh, sexual partner count. Do you know? Go on, tell. What? Tell them. What's my number, Rev? Six. Mm. Yes, I have slept with six individuals. She's a little baby. I'm a little baby. <laughs> What's your number, Revs? Do you do, Look, I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I could work. I could sit down and work it out. It's no. not like, I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> but go on. Around about. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've had, I was single for okay. six years. Okay. In the 20s, <laughs> in the 30s. Right. I had a long-term high school boyfriend yep. over five years when I was young. So one there. Yep. And then I was single for six years before I met my husband. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, I was, I, I was living life. Yep. Don't know. And then I, now I, then I, then I, <laughs> look how awkward she's going. I got divorced, living life again. And now I've got a boyfriend. Yeah. A normal amount. All right. I'm going to say 75. <laughs> it's nowhere near 75. <laughs> it's nowhere near 75. Oh, it's brilliant. <sighs> Next quizzy. Thoughts on changing your name when getting married, yay or nay? Not for me. Sorry. Yes, for me. I just say do it if you feel like it. Don't do it if you don't. (laughs) Much like Botox. You do you, girlfriend. Yep. Next quizzy. Ooh, Revs. Mm. Favourite vibrator. Oh, currently, um, love the LBDO pear-shaped one. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you have that one? Yeah. Is it good? It's fun um, with a friend. What? With a, with a partner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just when I hear friend, I don't... I'm, I'm trying not to like... I don't yeah. straight up think about Americana. I was like, oh, Revs is the one swinging. By the way, DL, sorry to tangent for a second, but Revs has been propositioned quite a bit. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I've had some people want to swing and I was like, you've got the wrong podcast host. <laughs> 
slide into Gem's DMs. I'm not up for it right now. Uh, I remember one of your DMs was like, we love single women. Yeah. And I was like, lol, she's not single anymore, guys. No, but I think like because I'm divorced and have children, I'll always be a single mum. Really? Even if I'm in a partnership? Don't, well, I, don't, I don't know. I will see. But at the moment, even though I yeah, I have a boyfriend, I'm seeing someone, it's serious. Yeah. I'm committed. Yeah. Not looking elsewhere. Yeah. But I'm still a single mum. As in I rear my kids But they kids didn't on say we're into own. single mums. They said <laughs> we're into single women, babe. If they did say we're into single mums, I'd be like, oh, kinky, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm toughing S- out. No, thanks. I'm no <laughs> stiffless mum. <laughs> Rebs and Gem, how do you cope with the few reviews saying you're boring slash entitled slash privileged? <laughs> well, we are privileged. Yep. If we're boring, don't listen. Entitled? I don't I don't think we're entitled. I don't think we are either. I don't think we're entitled. Okay? Defensive maybe, but not entitled. I, I mean, if we come across entitled, I'd actually genuinely want to hear that feedback because mm-hmm. I don't want to be entitled because no, I neither. hate that in other people. But back on the privilege front, yeah. it's like, what would you prefer? Would you prefer us to own our privilege or prefer us to hide it and yeah. pretend? Look, we are not perfect. Fuck, we've made mistakes. And sometimes, you know what it's like? You're the main character in your own life. You get on a bugbear you think something's really haughty and important and probably with a bit of distance like it's we've not, talked about yeah it's not and you were being a bit privileged you know yeah but like we are happy to show up here guys as we are in real time every week because that's real mm. and that's what you guys want from us we think <laughs> yeah but i also find the term but we're pr- not perfect no we're absolutely not and we've never claimed to be but also privilege is relative it is okay it, it really is, is. I mean, you could say that anyone living in Australia is privileged to a lot of people compared to the rest of the world. So it really bothers me. But I think what's important is to own it and to actually have awareness of your own privilege so that you can be a better human in society. It's tricky because if you have a privilege, often you'll have a blindness. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it is relative. And what's privileged to you is not privileged for someone else. And it's tricky. Again, you just have to keep checking yourself. And I'm happy to get your feedback, guys. Like, honestly, just so happy to be wrong. We just want to be real. So happy to send it in. And you know what? I got to love this DL for saying, how do you cope with the few reviews? Oh, that's kind. (laughs) I know. There's lots. (laughs) It's gentle. (laughs) It's all part of expanding and growing with the podcast. There's more ears. There's more people who are curious. Who are these girls, you know? Yeah. And then they dip in and, and they've got opinions. Everyone's got their own shit going on, their and own once again, perspective. I do you know? find it funny that people feel the need to write reviews on, on a podcast yeah. that offers a lot of free episodes. You know, it's the same as a mum and pop pizza shop and they offer some free t- tester slices of pizza and you walk past and, and go, they give you salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> no, or you walk past and have a bite and you go... I didn't like that sample. Yeah. I won't be visiting your pizza shop. <laughs> like that's kind of what it's like. Well, it'd be better if you just like don't come to the just pizza don't shop. come. Like slip don't... slip away silently, folks. <laughs> slip away. It's fine. I get it. Like something you never know what's going to trigger you or ruffle you the wrong way. And sometimes if you catch a mum on the wrong day, mm-hmm. they're going to get shitty. And I understand that. Next, if you were given a chance to steal something, Ooh. what would it be? Time. <laughs> Uh, probably lots of money (laughs) like a big bag of money (laughs) that's a great answer i'm gonna go with that one too maybe like a really amazing artwork like an original matisse i'd like that in my house oh yeah (laughs) but a big bag of money you know a big bag of money will buy you that shit yeah yeah thoughts on prioritizing career slash money before having kids yeah have a go do your best have a crack look it's kind of awkward the time in our careers when we're when we're also fertile and ready to make babies. It's mm. an awkward tension, you know? Just when you're starting to really get things going at work around your 30s, the clock starts ticking and you're like, clock, clock, I want to have a little baby egg. Um, it's tricky. Mm. Have a go at setting yourself up, but there's never a good time. That's very real. Yep. And also it doesn't end when you have a baby. It's yeah. a lot harder. For fuck's sake, it's harder. But I find this it doesn't I- end. This sort of argument about prioritizing money, you will never feel like you have enough money to have children. You're not going to suddenly one day hit a financial goal and go, ding, 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 we're ready to have kids. We're financially sustainable. I will say, though, I don't know what your experience has been, Mm -hmm. but for me, I have not saved since I had kids. Oh, it's much harder. Like I haven't 
had savings mm. since I had kids, you know? Yeah. I'm only just getting back on top of that now and I've both my kids are at school. Yeah. I, when I, there's daycare and all the things that kids require, it's just like, buy money. Yeah, they are expensive little humans, but I do find that you naturally spend less on yourself. Yeah, you and do. over the last four years, I yep. I found myself at the bottom of the to do list, yep. and and things just fall away. A lot of self carey things that probably shouldn't. Yeah, but that's part of it. And then you listen to a podcast, and then you're reminded that you need to exercise self care, and then yep. you start throwing a little bit more money back into your own wellness tank. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a it's a progression, and yep. it's a rite of passage. But I. But sure, have a go. Yeah. <laughs> Set yourself up as much as you can. I would say more plant your flag career-wise. Get to where you want to come back to. Mm. It's hard to do that. It is hard. This is an interesting one. Who features on the Bestie Hotline intro song? Oh, DLs. DLs. Real Bestie Hotline. Yeah. The first one that goes, hey, besties. That's Liv. That's our, our, our bestie, she's Liv. She's actually our bestie. And she used to edit and produce the podcast. And she actually was like, hey, besties, as like a start to the whole thing. There you go. A nice little Easter egg for you. Easter egg there. Next, Quezzy, what are your pet peeves about each other? <laughs> We doing this? <laughs> <laughs> go on, off you go. I'm seeing little devil horns emerge from your head there, Revs. Oh, she's raised an eyebrow oh, successfully. And you know how hard that is I for me. I do know. You would have had to work for that. <laughs> go on. What's your pet peeve, Revs? My pet peeve about you yep. is how if there's a problem or something to do, mm. you just go, guys, here's the problem, and stand in the middle of the room looking around waiting for someone else to solve it. <laughs> and you know you do it. Can you give me an example? What are we going to do for the Centrum content? <laughs> And then she just blinks at me. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. What do you reckon? She's like, what? I don't know. What do you think? She just like tennis it back to you until you come up with a solution. It could also be like, hey, what should we have for dinner? Okay. Do you know what? Blink, blink. For context, and I'm going to get defensive, even though we agree we never need to get defensive. On the Centrum content, you you had already shot yours. Okay, insert any brand. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm fucking pinning this one to the wall. It could be... Revs had already shot her Centrum partnership <laughs> on her personal Instagram. So she had read the brief. She was well analyzed okay. and briefed on the product. So then when we had to shoot our Centrum ad for the podcast, I was like, well, you've done this, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> okay, what's my, just hit me with my pet peeve so I can get equally as defensive. <laughs> uh, you'll know my pet peeve. It's when you're in the middle oh, of a yeah, conversation with Revs phone. and then she just literally pulls up her phone and starts scrolling Instagram. I can multitask. No, it is the ultimate sign of rudeness. Okay, fine. I'll stop doing it. Is it is not multitasking. It is rude. Okay, all right. Sorry. Yes, you're obsessed with your phone and sometimes I'm like, oh. the other day we were mid-conversation. <laughs> we Actually, I know you've opened Pandora's <laughs> yeah. box. And another thing. Here's our second <laughs> fight of the, <laughs> of the podcast. The other day I was in the middle of telling a story to Revs. Uh, we were standing in the kitchen and then just halfway through my story she pulled up her phone and I actually stopped she did. talking. <laughs> like I stopped telling. I'll tell you when you're done. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll finish the story when you finish. And you went, oh, no, 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 I'm listening. And I was like, when you finished? <laughs> you know, answering your she, email. She mummed me. She schooled I me. I did. I schooled and I you. I put my phone down. But you know what? I love you for it. Anyway. I'm juggling a lot of stuff. Oh, because no one else is. No, no one Just else. Just revs. Just me. Next quizzy. Does the gig, I'm going to assume podcasting gig, supplement, ooh, interesting one, or overtake your day job salaries? <laughs> I wish. Oh, no. God. DLs, do you no really? No one's getting rich doing podcasts. Yeah, no one is getting <laughs> fucking bankrolled here, okay? Like, it's just, it's. No, we earn a lovely supplement, I would say, yes. to our living. Really, really helps with things like, say, divorce <laughs> or flights to Europe. <laughs> it's love. It's great. We do earn yeah. money. We're but, very grateful for that. But, like, you know, I'm not going to get all defensive here. It remunerates us for the work we put in. Yeah, it does. But, but it's, it's not, not full time. It's not full time, You wage. couldn't quit your job and do this full time. Absolutely not. No. If you had to switch lives with a celebrity, who would it be? Oh, my mm. God. I would just, you know what, can it be for a period of time? Because not forever. Yeah, okay. But for, like, one year. Yeah. I'd like to be, like, a kept woman in, like, a Saudi palace <laughs> Ooh, okay what celebrity is that i don't know some like instagram person who's just like look it's my yacht look it's my children in gucci look it's my pool <laughs> is- here's me <laughs> that is so rogue i'd enjoy it 
Yeah. For a year. So you think. Yeah. For uh, a year. No, I think these things look shiny on the exterior, but. You know. I'd cry to myself to sleep every yeah, night. probably. Don't want to have sex with you, rich husband. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, I've got a really boring answer for this. Okay. I would like to be Esther Perel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Only, I guess. No, because- I, I, that's awesome. I agree. But like, it's just so lofty. <laughs> it, it is. Like, I'd like to be Einstein. <laughs> Well, that's it. I'd like to know how it feels to be Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to be in the inner workings of her mind. Yeah, you want to give a TED Talk. I want to give a TED Talk, but yeah. I also just want her brain. Yeah, totally. I just want her genius Ugh. and that ability to deliver that kind of information in such a beautiful, concise yeah, way. she's amazing. And I just, yeah, just these ideas just landing on her and being like, yes, I'll share that with the people. I just think she's brilliant. She is amazing. I just want to be her. Maybe that's what it is. I want to be her. There you go. Next question. Oh, it's our last quiz. Oh, over so soon. We're going to be wrapping up this episode soon. Some of you will be really relieved. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is an interesting one. Do you guys ever get jealous of each other? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When Revs gets time off from her kids when they're with her ex-husband, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I get jealous. And I get jealous that Jeb's in a successful marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect way to end the party. Oh, I love you, bestie. I love you too, darling. That was a lot of fun. And yay. You know One what? hundo. Hunji P. No, Hunji Ep. Hunji Ep. Hunji. Whatever, just Hunji. <laughs> I wish we both had champagne glasses to chink yeah. and cheers to 100 episodes. We've got to run off to school pickup now. We sure do. <laughs> and uh, here's to the next 100 yes. starting next week. Guys, thanks for being here. You are Bloody legends. Yep. I don't think we tell you enough, but we actually adore you. You're our people. And uh, we, we do this to be part of whatever we've got going on now that's bigger than both Gemini. And uh, we just love you so much. So grateful. And as always, we'll be back in your ears. <laughs> as always, we'll, we'll be back in your ears. <laughs> this Friday in a Bestie Hotline episode. Bring, bring. bring. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. But will we? Because it's 100 and we haven't done it. Yeah, we know that we're not writing an outro. Shut it down.